my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is from my friend Charlie Gilkey's new book, Start Finishing, How to Go from Idea to Done. The book is out this week. He suggests that we embrace the thrashing in order to do our best work. Now, what does that mean? Well, let me quote from Charlie. He says that we're paradoxical creatures. On the one hand, we all want to do our best work. On the other hand, we often avoid doing it. This paradox only makes sense when we acknowledge that there's a lot happening in our inner landscapes that's keeping us from choosing to do our best work. And that makes choosing an idea that matters tricky. To pick an idea that matters, the part of you that wants to thrive and do your best work will have to overcome the part of you that wants to play it safe, be comfortable, and not ruffle any feathers. And so, Charlie writes, it's time to embrace the thrashing that you're doing. Thrashing, he says, is the term I use for this emotional flailing and meta work we do when we don't fully commit to our best work. What's really going on is that we're working out our own head trash, the fears, imposter syndrome, and sometimes unconscious perceptions of our own inadequacies. When we're thrashing, we're like the rocking chair that moves a lot, but doesn't actually get anywhere. The more an idea matters to you, the more you'll thrash, precisely because its success or failure is deeply important to you. Now, thrashing in and of itself doesn't sound like a particularly pleasant way to spend time. But, says Charlie, beware of the siren call of the easier idea. If you switch to an easier project, you'll end up thrashing anyway. You might finish it, but you won't feel nearly as satisfied as if you finished the one you bailed on. Thrashing is a sign that you're doing something that matters and that you'll need to show up powerfully to get it done, Charlie writes. I like this idea of embracing the thrashing in general because it gets at a revolutionary idea when it comes to time. When people send me questions, many are structured along the lines of, how can I make this challenging thing easier? Maybe someone wants to wake up earlier and start a morning routine. Or people are looking for tips to get family dinner on the table when everyone's hungry. Or they're looking to survive plane flights with little kids. We want to write that book we've been thinking about forever. Or we want to learn a language. And certainly, there are ways to make challenging tasks easier or more pleasant. But they're never going to be a total walk in the park. You never hear someone who's written a book say, Wow, that was so easy. I just sat down and wrote it. And I didn't have to expend much thought or energy at all. 
Instead, the philosophy of embracing the thrashing means that just because something is difficult doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. You can accept some rough stuff because you know there's a payoff. When I've interviewed people who travel frequently overseas with their young kids, I've asked for tips on how to make this more pleasant. But my favorite quote from one expert was, yeah, I wish there was a way to do that. I love that answer. Her point was that, yes, those eight hours in the air might be terrible. But you know what? It's worth it to travel and to create those memories and to share those memories with your children and to make them citizens of the world. A little thrashing, in this case, maybe a literally thrashing toddler, is a small price to pay. So if you've got a tough project and you find yourself thrashing, try to just sit with that idea for a bit. Yes, this thing you're trying is challenging, but you're probably doing it for a reason. As Charlie noted, thrashing is a sign that you're doing something that matters. So be brave and march on. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.